This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The one, one of the very few upsides to the pandemic, uh, the, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, which was unleashed by the uh, Chinese uh, over the last year and a half, almost two years now, is that you get to see people's true colors in many ways and what they're really all about. You get to see, you know, who's afraid of their own shadow, who, uh, who doesn't want to, you know, who, who wouldn't go outside their own home or wouldn't let their children play in the park. I mean, just the, the paranoid, insecure people you got to really see what they were all about. Literally, they were unmasked. How's that for a, a, a pun? Great pun. Uh, I had Mike Florio. We had Mike Florio on my radio show many, many times, dozens, dozens and dozens of times over the years. He was one of those go-to guests that producers would call when they didn't have anything else because he would come on. He would promote his uh, his uh, website, which you know he started and, and built, and you know all the credit to him. Now he's on NBC and he's a big, a big star. I never knew what kind of a-hole he was. I never knew what kind of weasel he was. We, we lit, I mean, we just talked, you know, we talked ball, we talked football and we talked the latest news in the NFL. I never realized what a piece of garbage Mike Florio is. And I'll, uh, I'll explain it simply. Mike Florio is, uh, we've I've since learned is a big liberal. And he's one of these nanny state guys who Bootlicker. Uh, wants, wants everybody. One of these agents of the state. We've learned I that know. a lot about people. They used to be, you know, the, the, a lot of these people used to be rebels. You know, the, a good example is Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Tom Morello is now raging for the, the deep state, you know, for the federal government. That's what he does for the Biden regime. He, he's doing a, uh, a blog now for the New York Times. That's yeah. a kind of rebel. Tom Morello is Bruce Springsteen now does a or did a dreadful podcast with Barack Obama. That's what kind of rebel Bruce is in his old age. A lot of people, you know, that the, that the New York Times and NBC and the mainstream media used to consider themselves, you know, contrarians, iconoclasts. Now they're nothing but tools of the of the Biden regime or tools of the uh, of <laughs> of the COVID panic porn, blue state tyrants, the governors, the mayors, the president, these people who want to vaccinate freaking farm animals. And then, you know, nothing's going to be safe until we, you know, we vaccinate everybody's dog and cat and goldfish. They, that's the way they look at it. They don't, they, they live in this, this irrational fear that if we don't, everyone doesn't get held down, you know, and, and jabbed, then we're all going to die or we're all going to get sick or somehow this thing is just going to break out all over again. It's insane. It's irrational, but that's the way many, many people, especially in the uh, corporate media think, well, M Mike Florio is a great example of this. He used to be somewhat of an outsider. Now, uh, I guess maybe when you work at NBC, that's what happens. You get indoctrinated into the NBC cult. Well, the other day when Aaron Rodgers made news, and I mean big news, sitting down with Pat McAfee, and I have a question about McAfee. I've had this, I, I just, total non sequitur, but at what age do you have to stop wearing tank tops, would you say? I mean, a grown man with like wife, kids. 22. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, like 18 maybe. And you should only wear them like at the beach or at the gym maybe. 
a grown yeah, man no. wearing a tank top. I can't. It, it's distracting when I see Pat McAfee <laughs> do too his much show. arm. You, you too much arm. And he's not even that ripped. I no. mean, it's not like he's. It's not like he's some guy showing off. You know his incredible physique. He's just wearing a tank top. It looks stupid. All right, Pat McAfee. Other than that, you know, good luck to you. You got one of the great guests, regular guests in radio or in podcasting history in Aaron Rodgers. And we saw why the other day when Rodgers admitted finally that he's not vaccinated. And that made the tools of the state lose their freaking minds. And we'll get to that moron, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Uh, lots of lots and lots of dumb people were outraged. And all they kept doing was saying, he lied, he lied, he's a liar. Well, um, yeah, he did. He did. You know why? As he pointed out, he quoted uh, ML King, M MLK Jr., and said, you have a moral obligation to object to unjust rules. Now, if you object to the, to the draconian measure that the NFL had and so many others that said, if you don't get vaccinated, you have to do X, Y, Z. You can't leave your hotel room. You can't go out. Uh, if you object to that, you have no choice if you're Aaron Rodgers but to uh, play fast and loose with the truth. When he was asked about his vaccination status, he said he was immunized. In his mind, that's that's what he did. He got immunized through various therapies. I think he meant that he was immunized, like vaccinated in general. I think he was, you know, he was obviously stretching the truth, but talking about he's been immunized against MMR, all that stuff. I think that's how he yeah. meant it, not the home, not the homeopathic stuff. But he, right, he just did, he just wanted to be left alone exactly. and didn't yep. want to make a big deal out of it. That's kind of the answer I expected from Tom Brady. Yep. And we'll we'll hear from Brady because someone I hope <laughs> think someone will ask him about Rogers. And as I tweeted, it will be interesting to see because I know I am one hundred percent convinced that Brady supports um, Rogers or agrees with much of what Rob Rogers said. Like Rogers said. It's not everybody's business, my uh, health decisions, and it's not a one-size-fits-all thing with this with this vaccine. There's a lot of things he said that I'm sure Brady agrees with, and he would like to throw his support behind Rogers, who I think is sort of you know, a friend of his. We saw them uh, play golf and that golf match in the offseason. You know, I, I, I think I think they're friendly. They, they get along great, get along fine. I'm sure that Brady would love to say, I'm with you 100% Rogers. Maybe he did it privately. He'll, it'll be interesting to see how he handles it publicly. I believe tonight is when he does his uh, little um, Jim Gray the podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's a podcast now with uh, Larry. Is it Larry Fitzgerald? Yes, uh, that's right. Jim Gray and Brady. And Gray, to his credit, and Gray's, you know, works with Brady. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's not a uh, <laughs> neutral you know, a radio guy, a reporter. He's a Brady guy. We saw him, Brady. We saw him in the uh, box with Brady's parents earlier this season, rubbing Brady's mother's back. That's the last time we saw Jim Gray. But he will ask about Rogers. He has to ask about Rogers, and the answer will be interesting. I, 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 I he'll probably dance around it. It'll probably be a a, a political answer because he does not want to be bothered. He does not want the distraction. He sees the way people are treating uh, Rogers, and he wants no part of it, but I guarantee he agrees with it. Maybe he has the same approach where he says, yeah, I'm immunized because I don't think Brady, if Brady took the vaccine, it was kicking and screaming. It was against his his will, uh, but, but we'll see what Brady says. Back to Rogers. So Rogers says 
and and I'm I'm going to assume this this is true. He's allergic, allergic to the uh, Pfizer and the uh, Moderna vaccines. He's allergic, and that moron Terry Bradshaw's uh, ranting and raving about how selfish he is. So you're supposed to get a vaccine you're allergic to and just sit there and and what wait for the side effects, wait for your skin to break out, wait for your to get whatever shortness of breath or worse, myocarditis, and, and then what? Oh, yeah, it's good. At least he went along. At least he took the vaccine. He wasn't selfish. Uh, and, and I can I understand a guy like Terry Bradshaw, not very bright, doesn't, doesn't really understand yeah. the big picture. Florio's not dumb. He's not dumb. He's just a pathetic little uh, stooge for the, uh, for, the, uh, for the vaccine, for the draconian measures, the Biden regime, for the league, whatever. And it's one thing to say, Aaron Rodgers uh, lied. Aaron Rodgers should have got the vaccine. But here's where he goes to the next step and, and, and really shows his true colors. If you miss this, Mike Florio, over the weekend, took it upon himself to start harassing sponsors of Aaron Rodgers, including State Farm. You've seen all those annoying commercials with the Jake from State Farm or whatever the kid, uh, give me the State Farm discount. He does them with uh, Patrick Mahomes now. He's been doing State Farm commercials for years. I'm sure it's very lucrative for Aaron Rodgers. Well, Mike Florio, a reporter, allegedly, for NBC and Pro Football Talk, start saying, what are you going to do about it, State Farm? I have to admit here, Carano, and, and I know you know this, but I don't handle this well. No, I, you shouldn't I, handle it well. This is crazy. When you have a major yeah. publication attack a player by going after their advertisers is crazy. And, and pretending to be a reporter. Mike Florio's not a reporter. He's a scumbag, first of all. He's an asshole, secondly. But that's not what a reporter does. You don't no. call the guy's sponsors and say, what are you going to do about it? He's a gay. He didn't get vaccinated. He harasses another sponsor. It's called uh, Previa, P-R-E-V-E-A Health. They're a Wisconsin healthcare company. And they dump, they drop Aaron Rodgers. Now, again, Aaron Rodgers makes whatever it is, $40 million a year. He's been doing it for 15 years. He's, he's okay. This is not some small-time guy getting canceled. But when he says, I'm in the crosshairs of the woke mob, he means it. He is. He is. This is what the, the cancel culture is in action. This is what it is. A, a, a busybody Karen like Mike Florio, not content to just report what Rogers did or even to commentate, to, to, to opine that you don't like Rogers, you don't like what he did here, you think he's selfish or whatever, dishonest. You take it a step further. Say, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I hope Rogers, I'm sure Rogers knows about this, and uh, he's going to have a problem with a number of people because I just watched the uh, ESPN little roundtable they have yeah. with uh, Rex Ryan, uh, Ryan Clark, uh, Orlovsky, and uh, Mike Greenberg, and they were killing Rogers. He's a liar. The same thing with Terry Bradshaw, Jimmy Johnson. They were all, I'm so disappointed in him, like he's a child and you're his father one after another and some of them it's genuine they genuinely are upset with someone who won't get vaccinated others are in fear of that mob of that backlash they don't want to be on aaron Rodgers' side which is why brady mm, is going to be reluctant to, to to speak honestly about this because this is what happens 
I mean, what's to stop Mike Florio from going after players, coaches, commentators who support Rogers? Because, you know, they're dangerous. They're, they're not vaccinated. They're going to kill us all. This, again, this shows you the true colors of a scumbag like Florio who went on TV last night before the game and started talking about how, uh, how Rogers put his team in a tough spot um, because he has COVID. Well, guys are getting COVID who are vaccinated. That's in right. case you haven't noticed, Mike Florio, That's right. lots of them are getting COVID uh, even though they're vaccinated. But, but here's the other thing. He's criticizing Rogers for going to a Halloween party. You shouldn't do that if you're not vaccinated. I mean, so Aaron Rodgers is literally supposed to stay in his hotel room or in his house, literally not supposed to leave his house because he he's allergic to the to two of the vaccines and doesn't feel the need to get vaccinated because he's young ish. He's 37. He's healthy. He's got COVID. He's taking a horse dewormer. That's what Terry Bradshaw told me and other treatments, monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin. He talked to Joe Rogan. He now calls Joe Rogan his friend. I, that's what I like about Rogers. He knows these things are, are the third rails. Of, that if you say ivermectin, that's all it takes. Then you get most of the corporate media on your ass. If you say, I talked to Joe Rogan, that's doubling down. Yes, it is. Doubling down. And he complained about the woke mob, which sets these people off. It's kind of ironic. They scream about how, oh, what? what there's no woke mob. They are the woke mob. You are the woke mob, Mike Florio, Peter King, your other, you know, your running buddy. These are little, uh, again, uh, busy bodies that just want, that they, they, they can't handle if, if somebody has a disagreement with them, a, 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 a conscientious, uh, I mean, he, Point out he's he's done a lot of reading, done a lot of homework, studied this stuff. He's also Talk super healthy. People. He's also super healthy. He's an elite athlete. But but the the gall of Florio, who a few days ago goes on a goes on a show and and makes fun of of Rogers over over complaining about cancel culture, then tries to cancel him. That's like what kind point. of gall is that? <laughs> like, and I, I mean honestly, you will hear that from people. Oh, there's no woke mob. Oh, no one's what? trying to cancel him. Oh yeah, this, and and I wish everybody could understand just how despicable this is. Some people they just you know roll their eyes and move on, but when people like Florio are doing this, a this isn't journalism, this isn't their job, and and b where does it end? Like where do you go next? Somebody doesn't want to get vaccinated, and hey, well he's again he's taking all these treatments. He's going to get better. He's going to be fine. He's going to have the antibodies, the natural immunity. It's, it's, it, lots of people are doing it. 68% of the country is vaccinated, 193 million people. That means 32% aren't, Carano. Yes. You're not, it's not like you're one of you know, the six or seven people. In the, you're one of millions who have decided it's, they, they, they're not ready. They've thought about it. They've contemplated. They've read. They've listened. And they're... It's not time, you know, just they need more time. As, as um, Rogers pointed out, and I tweeted this one year ago, a couple of people you might have heard of, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris said they wouldn't trust the vaccine. One year ago, these people said they wouldn't trust the vaccine. 
and one year later they're mandating it for children and they're mandating it i mean they will they haven't yet but they will mandate it for five-year-olds and the, the shitty thing is is so i was listening to did you hear the berenson episode with uh, joe rogan that was like a uh, maybe two weeks ago i listened to it over the weekend because i was painting the house i needed something long berenson's talking about the, well we know this but that the efficacy of the vaccine is not holding up to what Fauci and the Biden administration right. was promising a year ago. It's 10 months at, at the most, number one. And number two, the people who are dying are over 80 and have the, an average of four comorbidities. Does that sound like Aaron Rodgers to you? It does not they're, sound like Aaron Rodgers to me. They're older than the average lifespan. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think the average lifespan in America is what, 78? And the average yes. age of people dying with COVID is like 82. Um, I'm not saying it's not a very serious um, uh, affliction if you're if you're older or if you're fat or if you're uh, uh, you know have other comorbidities if you're going through chemo your immunity system is uh, degraded in some way but Rogers again points this out yes. he said if it's about public health why are we never talking about uh, you know diet and vitamins and exercise and 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 losing weight you know why is that not part of this conversation? If it's indeed about public health, it makes no sense. It's, I, I thought, I, I watched it, heard him when he was on with McAfee and said, this is going to drive these people nuts. He hit, and, and you know, he's not dumb. No. It's not like some dummy saying, I, I don't want to, I don't like needles. He has thought long and hard about this and he knew this is the kind of reaction he would get and he did it anyway. That scares them. The dumb ones they can dismiss and just say, oh, they're idiots. They don't know. The smart ones who are thoughtful, like Rogan, I was going to include uh, Carano and Turtle Boy, but I'm not sure I'll go there just yet. But they're the smart, yeah, thoughtful yes, ones. Yeah, we can they call scare <laughs> people like Florio. But I should add, before we get, uh, we got a lot to get to here on this Monday, as usual. Before we move on, I should add that uh, State Farm is taking it under consideration. They have not canceled him yet. You know what that means? That means scumbag Florio will keep up his campaign. He will pro football talk. I should check or check the latest. They'll have updates. They'll say, oh, no comment from State Farm yet. They'll they'll get back to us. I sent them an email. They're going to get back to us. He's not going to rest until State Farm is either shamed into dropping Aaron Rodgers or they stick with him, and then they become the next target for uh, someone like Florio. It's despicable what he's doing. I hope people notice just what kind of asshole he is. And keep that in mind next time you hear him on you know sports talk radio. Just keep in mind what kind of person he is. He's trying to cancel the NFL MVP because he had a different opinion about the vaccines than Florio did. It's just, can't you just accept it and say, you know, I disagree with him, but the idea that he's putting everyone in danger, putting everyone, I mean, isn't everyone, isn't everyone who's concerned vaccinated? I mean, if you're, if you're vulnerable, if you're old, if you're fat, I mean, aren't you vaccinated? Aren't you taking measures to protect yourself? It's just bizarre. And a lot of what he said is, and I'm, I'm not anti-vax at all. I'm vaccinated. But why? I don't want to ruin someone's life if they disagree with me. It's just bizarre. And to me, it's, it's, it's unacceptable, which I hope more people are pissed and disgusted by people like Florio. We'll get to people like Florio because <laughs> we've been there. We got an update it's true. on uh, Dave Portnoy's situation with uh, the cancel culture mob he's uh he's in it up to his eyeballs and uh we got angry joe biden 
angry, Joe Biden. If, if you don't agree that we should be giving hundreds of thousands of dollars to illegal aliens who broke our laws, Biden's not happy with you. And, you know, I'm, can't, I'm changing my plans. I was uh, I had a big plans over the holidays. I was going to check out a couple of Travis Scott concerts, you know. I'm a big fan. You decided not to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to skip those. And uh, I'm going to make a prediction about the New England Patriots this season. Man, they're good. <laughs> they're really good. And uh, and they're, they're going places, and it's going to piss everybody off. You just watch Rex Ryan. He's like, oh, no, they're, they're going to the playoffs. He's not happy. A lot of people aren't happy when the Patriots are good. But uh, we will get to all that. But first, let me tell you about DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking accounts, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero uh, monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured. My NCUA membership required. All right, before we get to uh, an update on uh, Portnoy and, uh, and uh, Business Insider, by the way, it ain't Business Insider that's oh. uh, trying to ruin uh, Portnoy. We can get to that. But uh, do we have – Do we have? I know we have plenty of uh, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he was great, and he'll be back Saturday's eligible. So he can play Sunday against Seattle, and I think he will, and yep. I think he'll be good because uh, he's a great, great player, one of the all-time greats, the MVP, three-time MVP, and his backup, Justin uh, – I mean, uh, uh, Love, uh, he uh, was the, you know, it was a big controversy when they drafted him. He's there, you know, next waiting in line, <laughs> excuse me, uh, against Kansas City yesterday. He sucked. And Casey he hasn't been good either. So that's, that's, that's he could have been, if Rogers played, he'd have beat him. They'd be yeah. eight and one, yeah, but right. they, uh, he didn't, they lost because of it. He's that important. Not many guys are that obviously clearly that valuable but he is i hope he comes back and wins and pisses off uh, all these idiots terry bradshaw and mike florio and the whole uh, bunch of them but uh, hopefully he comes back and everything's cool but they were really upset the reason they said he was lying because he didn't wear a mask to every press conference you know didn't wear a mask i mean are we gonna do this for the rest of our freaking lives sit there be the the mask police and say, wait, he didn't wear a mask. He was at a meeting. The the thing that really pissed him off is that he did press conferences without a mask. Are you really supposed to do press conferences well, with a mask? Regardless, on? it's theater. My Mike Florio, masks don't work. Let me just tell you a little secret, buddy. Masks don't work. It's like flies through a chain link fence. The 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 virus is too small. It goes right through. Goes right through. Here's here's what we here's what I I'm quite sure of that. Aaron Rodgers has done a lot more reading on this topic than Mike Florio. See, Mike Florio is content, like so many others, like Peter King, like, are content to let the, the state, let the corporate media, which is the same, the Democrat, the state, the Biden regime, let the um, establishment you know, make the rules and they will follow them. And if you don't, they will shame you. And Rodgers is saying, but wait, I did this. I studied that. I mean, he's trying to make sense of it. He's saying this doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, we, we, and we've gone over this a thousand times. The, 
you know, the, the six foot distance was made up out of thin air. It doesn't make any difference at all. You know, we, we now know the people telling you what to do have been wrong about almost everything for a year and a half. They're the ones who shut down schools, who shut down businesses, who destroyed the economy, made that decision to destroy our economy. And we're supposed to still listen to everything they said, they say. And if you don't listen, if you dare question them, rebel, they will come after you. It's sickening what, what they're doing. I wanted to move on, but I wanted to hear from Florio because uh, he's such a scumbag. Uh, do, what do we, we have Florio scolding Rogers. Yeah, this is Florio from his show uh, a few days ago, I think from the 5th. Um, here, I'll play it. it. It's offensive that he would think that that was the truth, that what he said was the truth. And he said blatant lies are being told about him. What are the blatant lies? The only thing that we're saying is he's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> I'm not making any judgment about Aaron Rodgers other than the fact that he is a big, fat liar that he lied about being vaccinated because he didn't want to be criticized, not because he didn't want to be canceled or he's afraid of the woke mob or he didn't want to wade into a controversial issue. He didn't want to be criticized. If he told the truth, said, I'm unvaccinated, then then Florio would be fine with him, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Florio would dog him at every turn and say, oh, he's on the sideline without a mask on or Oh, you know, he's walking on the field. He's not, he just shook someone's hand. I mean, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give him a moment's peace. That's why he lied. Florio, Florio is proving like you. Florio's proving Roger's right. Florio's right. saying, oh, he's afraid of the cancel mob. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's tr- Florio is trying to cancel him. He is proving Roger's right. <laughs> That's a good point. Like he's saying, oh, there's no cancel mob. At the same time, he's calling, reaching out to State Farm who probably play, pays Rogers millions, and he's trying to get State Farm to cancel him. Why? Because he's unvaccinated. And, and Florio's right now. How many people that State Farm insures are going to die because of this? Because of what? <laughs> so people are sitting there going, uh, you know, after, after 94% uh, of the NFL has been vaccinated and whatever, 68% of the public, they're going, oh, wait, Aaron Rodgers, he didn't get vaccinated. You know, I don't think I'm going to get vaccinated. So yes. they're going to die. Well, then they're they're fools. A and and B. They've already made that decision. Rogers isn't uh, affecting them. They've already decided. They've either been vaccinated or not already. It's been since January. As uh, you know, I mean, they've, people have made their decision. I would say Rogers isn't killing people. You a holes. But anyway, we'll 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 keep we'll we'll stay on this story because. Rogers is going to come back and he's not going to get vaccinated. He's already had COVID. He's going to come back. He's going to be fine. He's going to be great on the field and he's going to upset. He's going to piss off uh, everybody in the, in the me, well, not everybody, most of the people, the wokesters in the media. He might, he might lose some, uh, you know, sponsors because of Florio, but he'll be fine. Just like most young, healthy people are fine. As we talked, we mentioned this the other day, but, I, I, I got to find the story, but I mentioned it to Turtle Boy. 50 to 70%, I believe this is according to CDC, I could be wrong, but between 50 and 70% of children have had COVID. They, they didn't know it. They didn't feel it. They just had it and got over it. And now we're going to force those children who have the immunity, who are children and aren't really, aren't vulnerable to the disease anyway, we're going to force them to get the injection 
And you're seeing it now all over the place on the news. The, the, there are parents who are forcing their children to get it. But it's coming. The mandate's coming. Yep. You tell me why Biden's not going to mandate children get vaccinated before they can go to school or before they can go do anything, play a sport. It's coming. It, they did it with masks, even though it was all theater. They're going to do it with vaccines, even though it is not necessary. It's cruel. We're going to get to uh, well, what a cruel. Well, the, the, the question for me is, will the states um, put up with it? I know that uh, New Hampshire, for one, and I think 11 other states are suing um, suing to stop the, the mandates in, in their home states. So, I mean, maybe there'll be some pushback there. The problem is the Department of Education is this monolith, right? The Federal Department of Education. They can cut off funds to schools in the state um, if you don't do the mandate. So I think, right. I think that's why the why this I, and, and can you tell me, I asked Turtle Boy this question, why wouldn't Biden? Oh, they're going to. The, yeah, they're going to. What, what sign have you seen that he's going to be reasonable or compassionate or empathetic about any of it? Um, I, I want to get to Portland, but let's do this quickly. I, I, I tweeted about this last night and got, got a big reaction because one of the great myths, I've mentioned this many times, great myths, one of the big lies during the presidential campaign last year with, was Joe Biden was compassionate and empathetic. And, you know, he had, he had a heart. What, what, show me where. At a, in, in the last 10 months, <clears throat> show me and give me an example of Joe Biden having a heart. There's a guy who killed seven children with a drone in Afghanistan, 10 people, innocent people, and has still <clears throat> not said a word about it. That was in August. It's, it's mid-November and, and still hasn't said a word about it. There's a guy who, with a smile, said he will fire federal workers, all of them, fire them if they don't get vaccinated, even if, they're, if, if they've already had COVID, if they're allergic, it doesn't matter, if they're pregnant, he does not care. If they have cancer, like our friend the nurse in New Hampshire, he's going to fire them all and he'll do it with a smile. This, is, this guy's just the opposite of compassion and empathetic. He's cruel. And this idea that he's going to pay illegal aliens coming over the border because they weren't allowed to bring their children into to jail with them, <laughs> to detention with them. Some of them, you know, weren't their children. They were coyotes, sex trafficking children, pretending they're their kids. But anyway, it's one of the most bizarre um, policies we've seen. And there's been a lot of bizarre ones that, that the public is, you know, 99% aghast at this thing, disgusted with the idea of paying illegal aliens but he was asked about it again what day was this saturday uh i think he so. snaps I don't, I don't have the date on it but yes uh, he was just asked again I, I think he was uh, on another vacation i believe he was on rehoboth beach in delaware where he spends most of his time but asked again and he just gets uh, again i'll say it, this is a symptom of dementia this is a symptom when you are struggling people who are you know normally uh, laid back and and uh, not uptight at all they get a little tense a little tight a little snippy when they're struggling with dementia because things don't come back to them easily it's I frustrating mean, yeah biden has always been a, a mean old guy even when he was young now it's worse because he's uh, uh, cognitively struggling and there was a, i believe the new york times had this story about him He's, he's like yelling at people behind the scenes. He's throwing tantrums. Uh, this was kind of strange. He's asked about this policy of paying people, paying illegal aliens who broke our laws, came into the country illegally, hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
he lied about it initially said that's not what we're going to do and then a day later admitted that they're looking at it and they're going to do it but let's hear joe biden you know empathetic compassionate joe biden when he's asked about paying taking taxpayers money and you know people have lost their jobs their businesses lost everything they're going to take their money and give it to illegal aliens because the illegal who came into our country because they allegedly were separated from their children which is what you do with all criminals but anyway let's listen to uh biden's reaction uh that this report about uh migrant families at the border getting payments uh was garbage no i didn't uh, say that let's get straight you said everybody coming across the border it's five hundred, four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So the number was what you had a problem. The number I was referring to. Okay. Now here's the thing. Sure. If in fact, because of the the outrageous behavior of the last administration, you coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child, you lost your child. It's gone. You deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstance. What that will be, I have no idea. I have no idea. He has no, no idea. idea. He's the president. That's what we believe of that statement, right? Right there, the end of it. <laughs> and it's just bizarre. You lost your child. You came into the country illegally. Um, you were separated because you're you, you're supposed to put children in with adults in and and some who are you know not related. Some are sex traffickers and coyotes. Just put them all in one big cell and let them have at it. It's just insane. Uh, and I. I, I <laughs> I know he's not making the call. I know he's just a puppet. And the reason he was chosen was because he appears to be this benign old guy. Uh, and, and it's working. It's worked. I mean, now you have these l- lunatics, these radicals behind the scenes coming up with these radical uh, ideas and policies. And you're going, wait a second, paying illegal? What the hell? And he's going to carry it out and he'll defend it by saying, you lost your child. You lost your child. Well, you know, don't bank robbers and you know, don't they get separated from their children when they get arrested? <laughs> don't don't all criminals get separated from their children when they get arrested? Uh, but anyway, and 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 as uh, Peter Ducey asked, great question. He said, "Are we going to give hundreds of thousands of dollars to people who come into the country legally?" And the spokesperson, the assistant, the deputy spokesperson said, "No, why would we do that?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and Ducey said, "Well, you're giving it to people who come illegally. Why not give it to people who come legally?" It's a good question, but. You know what? We're gonna get. We're gonna move on to the uh, the the Portnoy update. And you you know why this is perfect? Because we have a new sponsor, Carano. Yes. And I can't think of. Uh, I rarely do I have better timing than I do right now because our new sponsor. I'm so fired up about this. I'm so glad you got this done. Um, uh, I appreciate it. Good job by you. But uh, our new sponsor. My pillow, my yep. pillow is sponsoring today's show, and I couldn't be more excited. I was hoping to get these guys on board. We got them on board. Uh, we got our 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 my, my pillow stuff, and we love it. We yes. genuinely do. We were just talking off the air about how much we love our Giza sheets and uh, and other things we got, and uh, hopefully uh, we can this uh, be a long and uh, healthy relationship between us and uh, Mike Lindell because uh, you know we have a lot in common. But uh, my pillow. Go to mypillow.com and use the code word Jerry G E R R Y. That's the key. You got to go use my name G E R R Y when you check out uh, all the great stuff 
that my pillow has to offer and all the great discounts for example the standard my pillow which is normally 69.98 is only 19.98 if you use the code word jerry my pillow as you know is made in the usa and comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee excuse me it's <sighs> You got the pillow, right? Yeah, I love the pillow. pillow. In fact, I love I've been I've been getting cervical pillows for a long time because I want neck support, and this is the uh, best supportive pillow that I've ever yes, used. I got one. My wife has one. We love them. They're machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you've ever had. And you know what it is? A great gift. A great Christmas gift. If you're someone you know doesn't have a my pillow, you know what? This is the thing to do. Guarantee they're gonna love it. You can get it now, and you can s- support the show and strike back against cancel culture. Like us, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from my pillow. Not only are you helping this show, you're joining us in the fight against cancel culture. My pillow isn't in the big box stores, and we know why, but you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com using the code word Jerry. I got the pillow the giza sheets and you know what else i got a dog bed for for uh bug the chug don't tell him <laughs> no because it's for christmas we're saving it for christmas but uh anyway go to mypillow.com use the code word jerry check out everything they have especially this christmas it's a great idea we love 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 my pillow good job on that carano um over the weekend it's you know i think a lot of people a lot of people in our audience were enjoying Dave Portnoy's uh, approach to the uh, attempt by Business Insider, <laughs> yeah, right, to uh, to cancel him and to uh, destroy Barstool. I think this is one of those uh, examples, like um, like uh, Dave Chappelle or Joe Rogan, where um, where Portnoy is too big to to legit cancel. But I think people are waking up. Hopefully, people are waking up. A lot of them are, are watching this, saying, "Holy crap! This is how they do it." We will just explain to people that this is not really Business Insider. We went over the story the other day. They talked to young women who uh, had, uh, uh, say, uh, regrettable uh, experiences with uh, Portnoy. They get into the you know the rough sex and the kinky stuff that they were doing at Portnoy's. Uh, place in Nantucket, and they get the actual texts and DMs between Portnoy and the and the young girls, and it was um, it was kind of despicable the whole attempt to destroy him, and they 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 in the middle of it, and and you tweeted about this and talked about it in the middle of the story, they bring up Bob Murchison just out of start, the blue, it's just it, a non sequitur, <laughs> talking about how one of the barstool hosts. Uh, with a history of transphobic comments, which is a total lie. They're talking about Minahan, who who does not have a history of transphobic uh, uh, comments. But that's not even the point. The point is they make that uh, assertion with no examples. You think if a guy had a history of transphobic comments, they'd have an example or two. And then they mention that Murchison got death threats, including a, a fake bomb sent to him with no examples you'd think even if you're a hack like this uh whatever her name is black uh kate black Black. uh, what was that julia black that's all yeah julia black i'm sorry julia black who wrote the story uh but you know she's not really her story but she was just chosen as the one to put the hit out 
on Portnoy, you think if you actually had death threats, you would include them in the story. As I said, that's a pretty cool thing to put in a story, actual death threats. Here's a guy saying, I'm going to kill your whole family. I'm going to burn. That's, that adds a lot, a lot of edge, a lot of intensity to a story, especially if you have a picture of a fake bomb sent by a stoolie. It was all made up. This, these, these people aren't journalists. They're, they're activists. And as, as you pointed out first, I mean, the only reason that Murchison is shoehorned into the middle of the story is because he is the driving force behind the story. This is his MO. He as obviously he, he he's had you know, been after Barstool since they hired uh, Minahan a couple of years ago, more than two years ago. So, you know, he's tried to go after their advertisers. Now he's going right to the top. He it's, it's, it's working. You know, they're getting business insider, an alleged, you know, uh, I guess it's a website, but an alleged uh, journalistic entity is harassing the advertisers and the partners of Barstool. And they're shaming them by saying, is this the kind of person you want to be associated with? Right. And now, so it's so this guy, Patrick Coffey, who is a correspondent um, for Insider, is emailing Barstool advertisers asking them about this, asking, are you sure you want to be affiliated with these people? I've, we've, we're seeing the emails. Portnoy, Portnoy sent an email out, sent an image out. It's crazy. Okay, and, and for people who aren't in the know, uh, we speak from experience. As, as you know, I've seen the emails. Most people probably understand. Murchison came after us, uh, Kirk and me, um, who because we said a four-year-old child is too young to transition. That's initially what set him off, and you know, we, we got the receipts. That's exactly what happened. And he harassed the advertisers with the help of the Boston Globe. Again, Boston Globe is like Business Insider. They're not journalists. They're activists. They're part of the woke mob. They literally put reporters and an editor on the uh, job to work with Murchison to harass all the advertisers. Turtle Boy has a great... Uh, kind of summary of the whole situation. He tweeted it out the other day. I retweeted it. You got to read it if you want to see how this works. They're doing the same thing to Barstool that they did to WEI. Now, the difference is Barstool, Portnoy is Barstool, um, but they want to pressure, you know, the stockholders. They want to pressure uh, Nardini, his CEO, or Penn National to somehow uh, uh, separate themselves from Portnoy, good luck with that because Portnoy is digging in his heels and fighting back. And that's something our bosses refuse Whoa. to do. And if it, it's more maddening than ever when you read the emails. I mean, he emailed every advertiser, made stuff up about things that, you know, we said. I, I saw it again and I said, holy crap. I mean, literally, we did nothing wrong. I mean, Portnoy, he's a little, little kinky. You know, that's his private life. I'm not saying that, that he should be canceled or, or, or whatever, but there's a lot more to what they're using against him than there was against us. And we, again, we had cowards for bosses, cowards for from the uh, corporate side who bowed down and literally made a deal with the guy, got rid of us, he won, then, then he moved on, he's moved on to Barstool, and the idea that, again, business insider, I, I'm glad he's going after them, I hope he destroys them, but it's not really them. This is a Murchison operation, as you know, as I know, and I think as Portnoy knows, certainly Kirk knows, 
he's never going to stop. I mean, well, he's just going to keep coming. And, and people in glass houses should not throw stones. You got the CEO, Henry Blodgett uh, of Business Insider, who was accused of securities fraud. And in an agreement, he can no longer participate in any securities after, like, know, after, a- after that. It's like you, you've got a, we, we've seen the police report on Portnoy and it's, there's, there's like nothing, there is nothing in it whatsoever. There's nothing, but we have actual, um, you know, criminal activity done by the CEO of, of uh, business insider. It's crazy. It's, it's amazing. Right. And she, she has the, uh, they get the police report from whatever the, <coughs> um, the situation was in Nantucket. It does not, it, it, it exonerates, uh, uh, Portnoy. But there's no police report from when Murchison got a bomb sent to him. Now, nope. Murchison calls nope. the cops, you know, like on anybody, anytime. And obviously, if he had a fake bomb sent to him, he would have called the cops. Or, or poop this, in the mail. He said he, he got right, feces yeah. in the mail, too. This alleged reporter didn't feel compelled. She spent nope. eight months on the story and didn't think she had to check, uh, you know, with the with the cops to see the police report of this alleged bomb threat again just totally made up any idiot knows that but she didn't care this is not again a journalist this is not a news story this is a hit put out on portnoy and barstool by this group of of activists and the idea that, that it's got anything to do with journalism or business insider <clears throat> is absurd I, I i hope portnoy keeps it up i hope he's relentless i hope he uh continues to call these people out, but it isn't going to stop. I hate to break it to, to El Prez, but he's going, this is going to become a full-time endeavor because he is, they, they will not stop. They do not stop. This is the way they do it. <clears throat> and fortunately, Portnoy is staying up to them. We went through the exact same thing. The emails look very similar, I'm sure. But the difference is that we did not have a boss with any, with any balls uh, to, to fight him. Uh, and he just, they just kept giving in and giving in and, and hoping to go away. And they, that was never going to happen, but, uh, we will, um, certainly stay on top of that. And, and, and it's, it's enjoyable, by the way, you want to follow the whole thing, just follow Portnoy on Twitter and just see him go after these people, especially what's his name. Who's with the uh, securities fraud? Oh, Henry Blodgett is the CEO. And, yeah. Henry, yeah. he's destroying him. But again, this is not about Henry Blodgett. This is a Bob Murchison operation if I've ever seen one. So good luck. Good luck to Portnoy. I'm enjoying the, the battle, but uh, it's only just begun. As I said, uh, the, the, the Boston Globe, I don't know if they wrote a story again. They I did. There was, there was something in the Globe. I could have. Uh, I just saw the tweet it out and said, you know, because this is how they, they're going to join. If they, if they can, they will join with Murchison and the Business Insider crew to try to destroy Portnoy. I don't think he can destroy Barstool. They just want them to you know, get, let Portnoy go, take his money and go a separate way. Then that will be another notch on, uh, on, uh, Murchison's, uh, belt, another, uh, pelt on the wall. That's his goal to destroy, uh, Portnoy, right now, destroy him. And once they do, they'll move on to something else, but it's so transparent. The idea that, again, if you haven't seen the story right in the oh. middle, it's just, Oh, Bob Murchison, a, a, a millionaire from Shoreborn who was just minding his just, own just business and out. people started <laughs> harassing him. It's absurd. You should be ashamed of yourself, uh, Julia Black and Coffee and Blodgett and their whole crew. You've been used. I hope uh, hope you're ready for the fight because Portnoy seems certainly like he's up for the fight. All right, let's do Shea and then we'll do 
then we'll do a couple more things, including uh, my prediction for the rest of the New England Patriots season. Oh, but first, what's that? Oh, I said, whoa, ho. go ahead. Sorry. Whoa, ho. Uh, Patriots are good. They're really, really good. But so is Shea Concrete. Yeah, you know about Shea. They got a huge selection of precast concrete steps at Shea, and they're ready to install them at your home. If you're building a new home, a remodeling and replacing or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps steps the talk of the town. Shea can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. When they're done, they'll have a great-looking new entrance to your home. It will add value. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience and in a few hours you'll get a brand new front entrance learn more at shakeconcrete.com also you can look for a job at shake concrete they're hiring they're always hiring they're expanding they're doing great right now they have between 15 and 20 open positions there are these are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets all you got to do is pass the drug test simple and if you want to learn more check out one of their precast days these are a chance to get you acquainted with the precast world, the precast industry. We're going to be there at the precast day on Friday in Angsbury, the big uh, headquarters for Shea Concrete. What's, what's today or tomorrow? What's the rest of the uh, precast Nottingham day? is uh, tomorrow. Nottingham, New Hampshire, correct? No, I thought, Notting- oh, I thought it was Nottingham, Mass. I, I'm not, that's a good uh, question. You don't even know what town, what state well, it is. Notting- you know these things. You're, you know where you Nottingham think it's is. Nottingham Forest? Nottingham, like, uh, New Robert Hampshire? Hunt? No, I think it's Nottingham, Massachusetts. Aren't they only in Massachusetts? No, they're not. They're in New Hampshire, and they're they're all over the place. But anyway, you can check it out at yes. shakeconcrete.com. All right, Carano, Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. I'm not ready to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to win their division. How's that? Which seemed unthinkable, impossible a couple of weeks ago. They are rolling. They are really good. Their quarterback is good enough. He's he's a kid. He's young. He's a rookie, but he's the best rookie out there. And if you haven't noticed, uh, Mac Jones, and yesterday was okay. They destroyed uh, the Carolina Panthers and the pathetic uh, Sam Darnold. I mean, Sam Darnold now has, against Belichick and the Patriots, he's got one touchdown, nine picks, I believe. Might even be ten picks now. He just... All the picks were his fault. I mean, he was so unbelievably bad. I knew he was bad. I didn't know he was this bad. It's incredible that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. P.J. Walker's the backup. Man, must he suck Ugh. to be backing up Sam Darnold? Well, Darnold what? was good the first three first three games of the year. I think they were 3-0 and at one point. Right, but right. Well, he's just he's he hit the wall. Yeah. To, 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 throw, to throw the pick six, J.C. Jackson was incredible. Oh, yeah. He had to throw like 20 feet, and he overshot the receiver by like 10 feet. Uh, he was, I mean, he threw a pick to Jamie Collins, who's, you know, a defensive end rushing towards him and he threw it right to him. Jamie Collins caught it. He was awful. As I pointed out, you know, the things you need to play quarterback in the NFL, you got to be, you got to throw accurately. You got to make quick decisions and you got to handle the pressure in the pocket. He does none of those things. He can't make a quick decision. He can't make an accurate throw and he runs out of the pocket. He gets scared and runs out of the pocket way too soon. He is just awful, and the Patriots' defense made him look really, really bad. Um, they, the, Matt Jones is already better than Tua, who's in you know Miami. He's not better than Josh Allen yet, but he's better than Tua. He's better than whatever the Jets have to offer. He's better than the other rookie. I mean, Zach Wilson, who was, cho- who was uh, drafted second in the draft, 
uh, and we'll see, you know, how things play out. But half a season in through the rookie year, he's damn good. And by the way, Cam Newton is still unemployed. Cam Newton is unemployed when Sam Darnold is starting for his old team. And Cam Newton was bad last year. He's not as bad as Sam Darnold. I'm not sure. Maybe no, he can still can. use his legs, too, if he needs to. He's smart when he that's runs. True. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's not because he's not vaccinated. That's maybe probably that's what, what it he, is. Yeah. He, he can't get a job. But the Patriots are a half game back of Buffalo now. Buffalo losing to Jacksonville. Uh, Patriots, bad you know, Belichick's teams get better as the season goes on. They're going to get better. They have a good running game. They have a really good defense. They have good DBs, including Jackson, who's damn good. Um, I don't see why they're not going to win the division, make the playoffs, and then I'll do tell their you, thing. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because their turnover, is, their turnovers are are there way too many turbo turnovers. They need to they need to secure the ball. They're not. They, didn't they give up the ball three times yesterday? Well, uh, Mac Jones gave it up twice. Once was that pick to yes. to Stephon Gilmore, which was bad, and he said that. And the other time when he got crushed on the uh, on the he back while he was yes. dropping back and hit from behind and, and dropped the ball, which happens. You know, uh, and he took the blame. By the way, they accused him of being a dirty player because he twisted the guy's leg when he was trying to get the ball back. Um, <laughs> a dirty player, a quarterback, but whatever, whatever. They they look damn good, and things get crazy in you know late in the season, December, January, when you know a Belichick team will will keep its head as everyone else around them are losing theirs. That's how it works. So they're going. It's going to drive people nuts, too. It already is driving people nuts. As I pointed out, Rex Ryan was having a little meltdown on ESPN because the Patriots are already, you know, above 500 and uh, looking damn good. And uh, uh, and the country's not ready for that. (laughs) Patriots, I'm going to predict Patriots against the Packers in the Super Bowl. What do you think? Just to drive the media completely insane. Oh, it'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be great. Uh, But, you know probably be Patriots against the Bucks and Brady, which would be the greatest ah. the, the things. Just NFL is just endlessly interesting. You know, there's just so many little subplots and you know, you like you watch a game Jacksonville against Buffalo and a nine to six game. And it's riveting. Other sports can't do that. They no. can't find that kind of create that kind of appeal. It's just amazing what the NFL manages to do. You just, you turn on, you can't take your eyes off these, these close games. I was in my usual red zone haze watching red zone, you know, uh, um, zombie state watching all the action yesterday. It was just wild. Obviously the Aaron Rodgers thing is big, but he'll be back. Odell Beckham. We don't get to wait to see where he goes. I'm sure he's, uh, you know, the Patriots are kicking the tires on that one. That'll be wild if they add him. Because they like, really don't have – I mean, they're wide receivers. Did they even – No. They weren't even involved in the game yesterday. No, they won in a route, and their wide receivers did nothing. It was just – you know, the quarterback was 12 for 18, I believe. They, they, they destroy a team on the road, and they complete 12 passes. It just – you know, whatever. They, they do whatever it takes. They're good. They're going to win the division, overtake Buffalo. They, they still have – Two games against Buffalo. They, they do, can... and that that's going to be the the deciding factor, I think, in the in is whether or not they can. I, I think they might have to they might have to win both of those though, and I'm not sure they can do that. I don't think they can win Buffalo. I mean, it'll be tough, Buffalo, but Buffalo. I mean, they, again, they just lost to Jacksonville. They Jacksonville had lost 21 straight at, uh, before they won a couple weeks ago, and they they scored six points. You know, they scored six points. That was bad. again. Josh Allen's a stud. 
I love watching him play, but he, he put talking about putting the ball on the ground. He just gave the ball away, uh, in, uh, in crunch time. It was ugly, but I, uh, I did want to mention, um, this, uh, I'll, I'll defer to you. I, Travis Scott, is he good? Good rapper? No. No, really? No, he's not. No, these are, no. Well, he's got quite, quite an appeal, quite a following because this is something that apparently happens. They, they, where they rush the stage, it gets kind of violent, kind of. Why is a 14 year old child at the show? Among the eight people killed, by the way, that's eight people killed at a Travis Scott concert. That's eight more people that were killed um, on January 6th. Well, no, seven more because a cop, Michael Bird, shot Ashley Babbitt in the throat on an unarmed protester. So one person was killed by the cops on January 6th. Eight people were trampled to death at this concert, and they knew it was going to happen. The police chief, who says he's a big fan of, of Travis Scott, went to warn him before the concert, went to his trailer and warned him. They started showing up at like 3 in the morning, and then when they opened the gates, they just stormed the place. A 14- and a 16-year-old kid were among the dead. Did you see the woman who was unconscious? She didn't die, but she was unconscious, and they passed her like uh. body surfed across the crowd to pass her to wherever the medical place where they she she's okay now and she's talking but it is frightening why would you want to do that why would you want to go through that and somebody when travis scott was in the crowd someone pulled his shoe took a shoe that's right and he told the crowd to beat him up he yelled fuck him up fuck him up pointed out to the guy and told the crowd to get him i mean this guy shared some responsibility i'm yeah. sorry this happens as he shows and he like does nothing to the security. Their security was warned by someone who's seeing people getting crushed up front. He was warned and they didn't do anything. They didn't stop the show. And there's been there. I've seen a bunch of accounts over the weekend of other, you know, major stars um, who have in that exact same situation have stopped the show. Please go help that person that, per, you know, that or that section. It's, it's getting rowdy over there. People are not safe. Like they've actually stopped the show, but he didn't do that. He just kept. It it's it's amazing that they don't that they just keep playing as people yeah, are crushed it's, to it's, death. It's no good. Death. No good. Little kids are crushed to death. But I don't know. We'll. Uh, it's it's, a, it's madness. I can't imagine what anyone would want to go to this or even let their kid go to that. But uh, I guess it's not for me. It's but, not for you. All right, we will leave it there. I never got to to give you my review of Saturday Night Live. It's amazing. Joe Biden uh, craps his pants in front of the Pope, falls asleep at the climate thing. And they don't see any reason to make fun of Joe Biden. They make it all about Trump. <laughs> they're just, they're just, uh, they're just so bad, so bad. But uh, I, I guess everyone knew that. But uh, we shall leave it there, Carano. Anything else? I think what that'll I miss? do. That'll do. That will do it for today. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening and commenting. We appreciate it. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.